We're all looking for something. We're all looking for hope. Hope you can't just have just because you were born with hope. No, we're born with pain. We're born and live through difficulties. Depression and obsession Depression is the leading cause of disability in the world. In the United States, close to 10% of adults struggle with depression. I know how it feels to be alone. I know how it feels to be around people and feel alone. Like, I'll be around a million people and I'll, like, still feel alone. Like... Ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to another riveting episode of your favorite life podcast. Dive into the shallows with us. Every single weekend. Now. The man with the master plan. Alex T-shirt. Good morning. Good evening, and possibly even good afternoon. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, and whenever you are listening to this, I thank you and I welcome you in to another riveting edition of your favorite live podcast, Shallow Oceans. Oh, fans, it's such a good day. Celebrate. We're all awake and we're live today. Celebrate. Oh, boy. Let me start by saying the heat is on. Summer is here. Out in the beautiful city of Los Angeles of Sherman Hoax, the fire is blazing. It is now officially summertime, at least on the west coast of things. <laughs> Welcome in, though, to a brand new edition of your favorite live podcast. My name is Alex Tyshirt, and I'm going to take you into a journey like no other. I'm going to take you into the world of consciousness, but not too deep because my job here is to not take you all the way, but to get you to the place where you yourself start to think freely for yourself, you start to look at things from a different perspective, and we all understand the premise of what we're trying to do here. This is a show based for you, based on the understanding of what we're supposed to be doing, where our direction is, and what we ultimately wish to accomplish as human beings, which is to be more understanding of ourselves, to be more understanding of those around us, and really figuring out what our purpose and calling is. What are we as human beings? If it's something as simplistic and being happier, I'm sure I can help you along the way. If it's as finding more of an insight to yourself and the world around you, I'm sure I can help you as well. And if it's such to an extreme where you just like to see the world from a different point of view, a different angle, and see what else is out there past our own selves, well, alas again, I'll do my best for you. (laughs) This is by far an interesting time to be alive. In the year of 2020, with so much going on from human rights to viruses to pandemics to national disasters political agendas there's so much going on in the world today it's interesting to see that there's always more to it than meets the eye there's always so much more that is going on behind closed doors majority of the time if not all the time there is an ultimate agenda that is heavily more pushed around things than we'll know and just be aware of that be conscious and understanding that there's always something else to it so never lose the thing you have which is you as a child questioning why questioning things and understanding that there is more than they are telling you there is. And by they, I mean media sources, news outlets, articles. Know that there's always a direction. There's a focus at hand for each side, no matter the party, the scale. Just understand that. Know that there's always some kind of agenda behind it. But if you yourself can remove yourself from being of any political ties, any type of ties towards religion or any of these things, not saying give it up, but I'm saying to remove yourself from it, to look at something from an open point of view, to remove your ego, your alternistic nature, whatever, narcissism, whatever you want to say, your pride, pull it all to the side and really listen to the information that's being told to you and understand what they are saying. Try to listen to it and try to see if you yourself agree, disagree, or what else is out there. Because it comes again to conversation and the way we communicate as in this show as I'm doing for you right now. Everything can be biased. I understand that. Everything can be taken a certain way. That's just how it is in life. And depending on what you say, how you say it, people will take it in their own way and some of the times not even listen to what you're truly saying. It's like 
like text messages. Most of the time, your texts won't be taken the way you want them to if the person is themselves reading it a different notion of being defensive or upset, angry, whatever it may be. The base premise of what I'm trying to say here to you is just understand there is more to it. Life itself, there's more cadence to it. And conversation is a very important part. So remove yourself from a situation so you can listen to all angles and sides and leave with a higher conscious of notion from it. Because just because we all disagree doesn't mean we can't get along. It's really simple, but somehow we've lost along the way. And I think it's a big play of everything that's going on. So I'm glad you're in with me today. Sorry for the side tangent there, but there's little things that I notice that pop in my head as the days go on and the world progresses, and sometimes I like to add these life things that I see to the beginning of the show before I get into the meat of the bone because it's one of the things that I feel gets you more attached to me. You could see my premise of views and what I see around my world and thus gives you more of an outlook about it as well because I know there's a term for it in psychology. When you see something more, so for example, you buy a yellow car, you start to notice yellow cars more than you would before vice versa with anything. So I wanted to bring it to your attention. So I'm so glad you're with me today. I'm glad you took some time to spend this with me because I am very much looking forward to my last week in the studio will be next week. So I have one more week here and then I'm on vacation. For three weeks, I will be out of the studio. I will be going to Pittsburgh in Pennsylvania for a while and then doing some other things outside of it. And when you ask me what am I doing, well, I have some new things I'm going to be working on now. And since this show was the start of it, I'm going to continue this show now on another platform. I'm going to be creating a YouTube channel for this, and what I'm doing with this is condensing a lot of the things that are being talked about here, and I'm kind of evolving those conversations into different aspects and lectures to more of a motivational standpoint to give you more of things that'll be uplifting, insightful, and also conversational, but to a different facet of degree than being here. It's going to be in different locations. I'm going to set up these tripods, do free-flowing talks, just like I do on this show and see kind of how it progresses and where I go with it and maybe even evolve it to more of things of comparisons to life lessons and who knows what else, right? I mean, this freedom is myself and myself is expression of freedom. So who knows where it'll go, but you can look for it. I'm going to be making the channel real soon here. It's going to be called Shallow Oceans Podcast. I want to keep everything symmetrical to make it very easy to find, but I will let you know it is completely different content than you will get from here. So look forward to that. It's going to be a great time and I will record a few more episodes next week so that way I have them available to release to you and I will probably maybe do one or two of these at home as well so if the quality sounds different forgive me but I'm going to make sure I still do the shows for all of you just in case you do need these and I look forward to them as well so how could I skip out on an important date between the two of us right? So I know you're waiting with bated breath and you're wondering what today's topic is. You're kind of interested to see what is my ideologies for today and what am I going to break down to try my best to show you different things that I've gained through not only my own life lessons, through not only my life experiences, but through a higher power of consciousness that has been given to me by removing all these sedatives in life and addictions, ego, pride, all these things to where you remove these to become a better version of yourself and transcend what it means to be a human being in a limitation status of what is reality. It's something that's higher about it. So what I'm trying to do for you guys today is touch on a topic that I've been kind of holding off on and for various of reasons. Today's topic is something that I believe destroys millions of people's lives. Today's topic, I believe, destroys millions of people's dreams. Today's topic, I believe, destroys millions of people's relationships, their family bonds, friendship ties, and so many more things with the aspect of your own self that it almost hurts me to even say the word because of how much I know holds behind it. Today's topic is depression. And depression is something that I've noticed is probably one of the great diseases of our time and has been slowly evolving and becoming so strong with its capacity of who it incorporates, the people it encompasses. It does not discriminate. It takes young and old. It takes wise and it takes unwise. It takes people who have the outmost going for them and those who have nothing going for them from simple things of how it slowly infects your mind and how it slowly corrodes you as a black fog and it slowly consumes you and it just takes you 
you over through anxieties, through different aspects of self-depression, through self-loathing, through hatred, through undenial, through ignorance. There's so many different ways it slowly consumes you. It's even now trickling into what people say is a genetically modified affinity and something that is even being biodegradable in a sense, where it's slowly corroding from you on the inside. There's so many different aspects of this. I'm going to try my best to keep it simplistic, but also at the same time, give you insight from what I see it as, how I see it affecting people, and what I truly view is the intent and the nature of what depression is, how we can stop it, how we can fight it, and how we can become better outside of it, and to remove ourselves from the situation, to never let it affect us again, because us ourselves are the ultimate power of this hand. No matter what is done to us, no matter what happens to us, no matter what life gives us, it's truly up to us to persevere and to do the best because of it, and some of us have to go through some excruciatingly terrible things. It might even be the hardest for them to get out of it. But alas, I'm going to try my best for you. I'm going to pour my heart and soul into this because if I don't, I don't leave here happy. I leave here with more energy than I should, and you don't get what you deserve out of this show for giving me your time for listening. I believe depression has been around for a long time. I believe depression evolves over time. And I believe that depression as a whole, it starts to have different words that associate to it. But ultimately, at the end of this trail, it is the same thing and the same derivative of all of these natures and what the whole start is as a whole. Depression is something that will slowly take away from you in every aspect of life, from your positive notions, from your free-flowing thought, from your ability to connect to others, from your ability to trust others, from your ability for you to have consciousness within yourself, the trust within yourself, the ability to free think, to move forward, to feel, to love, so many different things, to even killing your dreams, your relationships, your family ties, everything and anything. There is nothing that is out of the bounds of limitation when depression is added and what it has has the ability to corrode and to destroy. Depression is something I think has been here for so long because as we grow as human beings, as we start to evolve, and especially within our time frame of how long we've been alive as individuals like myself, as those before us, and some a little bit older, maybe in their 80s and 90s, a lot has happened within that generation and all of our generations. A lot has transpired that, in my opinion, is not the best way for human beings to live and is one of the hardest things for human beings to understand and to add to their lifestyle to move forward because there is so much now with a wealth of information, a wealth of outreach, and a wealth of outlook that within social media, the internet, television, entertainment, there is so many things that are constantly going to miscue your vision of yourself, the world, everything around you, and even your own self. If I didn't already say that, <laughs> it's a very scary thought, and it's something that is very much so an issue that isn't talked about enough and isn't handled in the right manners. It even goes now to with things in life and how people treat you how they affect you, and how they can ultimately divert you from what you truly should be doing. These are people who can be bullying you in school, who it starts way, way back from when we are even too young to even think thoroughly on things. It starts at such a young age, we don't even truly know why, how, or what is happening to us, but we get consumed by it. It goes even to the facets of your life now, with being in a significant other relationship, and then being so toxic for you, and being abusive, mentally abusive, they mistreat you, they lower your self-esteem, your standards. It can even go into work aspects where you're turned down so many times. You're let down so many of different ways. So many doors are closed for you. You never have the ability or the facet to ever manifest your dreams because you were never given a chance, an opportunity, or never even the ability to try something different. So you instantly shut down and close and become depressed. There's so many different ways. I want to start with these first before I move forward. So when I say it starts as a young age, as a child, something like this is very hesitant for me to even bring up to attention because I think a lot of us will never really see it happening until we have that self-reflection or us ourselves see it happening in front of us or can see it around us. When you're at a young age like that, and I'm going to refer to myself in this one because I went through school at a young age and I was heavily bullied in my Thankfully, not as much in elementary, but junior high was an extremely rough time. And thankfully, through high school, when I switched some things up, I kind of avoided it rather than having to go through it. So through school, when you start going through these times, it's a world of its own. School is its own premise, its own world. It's its own environment, atmosphere, society, whatever you want to call it. There is something there that is just invisible. It's a notion of standard hierarchy, the whole principle, no pun intended, of 
how the school is run, it's very interesting to the fact of you can't truly put your fingers on what it is, but it is there. It's alive and breathing and sadly consumes a lot more people than we will ever know. Through these times, I don't think it's as heavy and elementary as I would like to think. I think it's very much more predominant in junior high, which is the adolescent years, where you're starting to now develop, grow, mature, and age, and your body is changing so much. You now are incorporating a lot of your own life issues into your own life, and it kind of is a transparent action through the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. A lot of these issues do start at home, or they develop because of neglect or whatnot, not enough love. There's a lot of things, but that's for a different time. So when this starts to portray now into a young child's life, there's a lot of things that are going to heavily affect what this child sees and how they affect themselves now and become ultimately depressed because of these things. When you start to get picked on and these other kids now start to make fun of you, they start to hurt you, they start to neglect you, they start to bully you, steal your stuff, throw stuff at you, make it to where you're always talked about, laughed. There's so many different aspects of it. It's a very terrible thing because bullying, in my opinion, it doesn't make situations better. It doesn't make kids stronger. What it does is it thins the herd and it removes the weaker of the runts when they themselves just needed a little more help along the way. And ultimately, some of them might have even been the biggest lovers, but since they were neglected so heavily along this path, they never had the chance or the opportunity to express it or evolve it. When I expressed this for something like that, I myself was lucky enough that I had a good support system at home with my family, my friends, that I didn't let myself get heavily depressed by what was going on, but I could see now looking back, I had the starting factors of what depression was. When I was going through these times in school, I was getting picked on heavily by the jock class guys, the guys that were in sports, the guys that were football players, the guys that were athletes, yada, 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 you name it. And a lot of these kids looking back, they weren't the smartest of kids, they weren't the most intellectual of kids, and a lot of them had older brothers or siblings themselves, or parent family members who, again, weren't of the smartest bunch of society. So they had a lot of hardships. They themselves had hard upbringings. They were very rough and tough and mighty had to be brawling. Who knows what, right? But there was so many things going on in their life, it retracted and started to formulate in their views on others. So they reciprocated these feelings on those they saw were less inferior to them or those who they saw were just more bright beings and had just that being of positivity, the beacon of love in life, something they never had or they basically inside neglected to even chase or wanted. So they are out of spite now using it against these kids because they themselves want to have somebody else lower than them, somebody to unleash their outlet of whatever it is, right? Again, there's so much more I can go with bullying. I think that's a whole other topic. But when this was happening to me, I didn't even notice how much it was deterring me from my overall experience. It was making me think of myself as a lower platform now. It was making me dread going to these situations. It was making me look down at myself and say, I'm not good enough. I'm not better. I have nothing to offer. Why am I this guy? Am I just somebody that's meant to be this way? Am I supposed to be treated this way? Why am I not good enough? Why can't I do better? Why do I look this way? You start questioning questioning so many things, your mind now starts to take into effect and it starts to slowly break you down to the fabric of your ultimate core and question every single thing about yourself. And it's a terrible thing. It's such a hard thing to go through. But alas, I was extremely lucky. I had the good friendships back then with the the crew, the group I was with. They were very good hearted individuals themselves. My mother and father, they are built off of love. They came to this country and formulated a family that was based on that. So I had a good backbone as well. And it helped my mind on my shoulders, even though I was so young, to kind of understand the facet of what was important, what was the notion of my thoughts, and what was actual of in my range of control and what I should be focused on. So thankfully, I was able to get through these times, and I didn't let it ultimately consume me, but I know for a fact these things do, and they can. Now let's move it forward to now a relationship standpoint, because in high school, thankfully, I didn't go through it as much, but I know it's still probably heavily revolving in high school, and especially in those times when you don't know who you are, you have now the aspect of life, this whole scary factor that I'm about to go into the world and I either have to go to college and decide on some kind of a 
career path or some kind of a focus of study or who knows, right? And sadly, these kids are left so far behind from the education system and these different things that never prepare them mentally to be free thinkers, they don't know what to do. So that's another facet of why this happens. Well, let's go into now relationship aspects with you and another individual, you with somebody else. When you're in these aspects now and you're in these relationships, it's one of the toughest things to be somebody to proactively benefit the other if you yourself are suffering from something you have never accomplished yourself, something you keep hidden deep down, something that's a demon you've never fought, you've never faced, and you've never overcome. So when those things are trickling and left behind, no matter what happens, eventually it comes back. It's like a rock left in your shoe. If you leave that rock in your shoe, eventually it might go to the back of the heel and you might not feel it, but eventually after you take so many steps or start running or who knows what, eventually that rock will come loose again and still be in your shoe and start poking and making the pain again. It's the same thing. If you don't remove the rock, it'll always be there. It's the same thing with your life and it's the same thing I see is a predominant factor of why so many people suffer from now these depression issues, why they have these things that are crippling them down, that has mentally broke them down to now where they think just pure, unfathomable thoughts about the world around them, themselves, the view on others, why they're not good enough, why they can't have people, why am I not good looking enough? I'm going to keep going with that, so I'm, I'm trying not to get too off topic, but this this is a big thing. It really is. So now with relationships, when you have this, a lot of the time people don't notice what they're getting into, and it sadly can overcome everything and everything about you, even if it's not in a factor of being abused or emotionally abused or scars like that. A lot of the time manipulation can work in different facets, and especially with the depression, it's the thing that starts to fill the hole in your gap when there's nothing left there. It's the thing that starts to take over the emptiness when there is nothing left to be filled there or it's not working out for itself again. The reason I say that is because with me and my ex, when we both fell apart and we both had that falling out, when she was the one that decided to end things with me and I was left in this house that I worked so hard for both of us, in a job that I took for the both of us, I didn't know what was happening right before my eyes because I was so blind to the messages. I was so blind to everything because I was trying to hold on to this love that I thought was true love, but in theory, it was just comfortability. It was just something of lust. It was something of young love. It never developed fully further. It didn't grow into the true love I thought it was going to be. Because sadly, it was never on the tracks for success. It was always on a downward hill, and I was constantly trying to hold on to it before it fell off the side. So when this happened with me in my relationship and my ex decided to leave, now I was in this place where I had everything for nothing. I was in a job now that I didn't want to be in. I was in a position that I never thought I would be at. I left school because I was trying to do something better for the both of us. I was now left with a hole in my heart because the thing that I was holding there the whole time decided to remove itself. It's like when you build so hard off of something else, when that thing is removed, now what is left? It's like when somebody does something for most of their life for 20-something years, if you would say, and then the career is over, they're fired, let go, or whatnot. It's hard to do something else again because that was the fill to the void, the something that you never found through finding purpose, self-understanding, consciousness, awareness, removing all these filters that you keep adding, like the different things to Snapchat or Instagram, or having all these different distractions through social media and looking at other people's lives and thinking, I want it now. There's so many of these different things that play a part. It's just insane, and I can't even mention all of them. It's too much. So as I was sitting there by my myself, I started to realize now, oh my gosh, everything I was working towards was a lie. And when I say a lie, it's because I was lying to myself. This has nothing to do with her. It was the fact of how I was viewing everything and how I was overlooking so many things that were being said to me, done to me, shown to me, because I was so ignorantly bliss in all of these things and this facet of what I considered to be love. I just assumed they were hard times. I just assumed that they would fix themselves rather than being the one to fix them. So as I'm sitting there now and I'm just in this hole, I have nothing there anymore. I'm lost. I was alone. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want anybody to talk to me. All I wanted to do was scream. Scream so loud that not even myself would be able to hear it, but I wanted to be left alone in this dark place because I was scared to crawl out of it. I was scared now to realize I was a part of the problem. I was scared to look at back when I was offered this position to be a caretaker for this estate, to have my own house and live with her there. These words kept residing in my head when I'm sitting in this 
this dark spot all by myself. Don't take this job for me. Make sure you take it for you. Don't take this job for us. Make sure you take this job for you. And that was one of those things back then I kept thinking, like, why would she say this? There's no point for that. Of course I have to take this for us. We're living at my mom's house in our early 20s because you weren't able to live at your house anymore. I don't want to do that. I don't want to live here. And we're giving an opportunity to move forward, to build something together, something that we can do. And I was ignorant. I was unaware of her telling me subtly, I don't think I'm going to be here for you. This needs to be something you want to do because I might want to be out. I didn't see that. I didn't listen to it. She had these friends who started coming over, friends that she stopped talking to, but now all of a sudden they start going out all the time. They start hanging out. They start doing this. And I'm thinking that's good. She's reconnecting to old friends. She's able to grow relationships now that she has so much free time, being ignorantly bliss and not thinking to myself, oof, maybe she's really trying to find ways out of this. Maybe these negative entities now, misery loves company, is trying to find another dual pair to take along with her way. There's so many of these different things within my own relationship I didn't see. It was just ultimately building up to the downfall, that we weren't talking, we weren't communicating, I wasn't able to express myself, so now I was left with a hole. I was left in this deep, dark spot, and I had nowhere to go, nothing to do, and it made me decay so fast that I was even upset at the job I had. I would get into little arguments and bicker with my boss at the time because I was so upset that I lost so much of everything, and I was left in a spot, I think it was like seven years down the road now, because I didn't even know what was happening. I had no idea where I was, and I was lost. And this is that spot so many people get to, whether it be through life, relationships, family, anything. This is a great spot where I was trying to build up with this conversation to you, because when you hit this spot now, this is where it's do or die. This is where now, who is in control? Are you going to let this depression now become something of your life that is now lingering there forever and always, until your dying day, or till it maybe takes your life, or who knows what else this develops into, to even eventually cause mental issues with yourselves, and this hurtful view you have, who knows, right? This was that make or break for myself, and I needed to decide, what am I going to do now? Where am I going to go, and what do I want out of life? Who am I? Am I good enough? What was my purpose? Where am I? It's almost like a video game. You have to reset the whole thing and go back to square one to see if this was the right way to play. If this was the right way to do it. I had to erase the whole bulletin board that I spent so much time writing this equation down and start back from the beginning. And it's a scary thought. A lot of people don't have that in them to do, especially when you lose something so strong, so incorporated to yourself when you don't know how to express yourself emotionally. You don't know how to digest things. You don't know how to express yourself. You don't know how to really take things to the account and extent of what they're presenting themselves as. And you don't have the ability to use your critical thinking to stop and breathe and to look at things from a different perspective, it can destroy you. I was on that brink. I was so close to it, but I was able and thankfully able to see something higher than my own self. I was so thankful to see that I had now an opportunity. Somehow, some way, some blessing, I'm telling you, there's a way to do it. And I'm going to give you the secret to it in a sec, but somehow, some way, I was able to tap into this. I was able to see that this depression, this state, this little thing I was building myself into was all my doing. It was all me because I let it affect me. I allowed it to take over my mind. I allowed it to take over my persona and my perspective of what my life was, of who I was, of what Alex Teicher was, because I let other people define me. I allowed so many of these other people now to come into my life to take pieces from me and use different parts of myself to help these people who weren't able to help themselves, to take it and to find myself somehow in them after all this was the worst way to do it. And I finally understood it. I finally saw it and I finally figured out I need to work on myself. I need to remove all of these things that I thought were the reasons why I was searching for them and start searching from within and finding the acceptance, finding the way of telling myself I am good enough. I should be better. I should have better. I deserve to have better. I deserve to do more. I deserve to find a purpose and passion in this life. I deserve to find good love in this life, love within myself, a love no one else could ever match, but I didn't see all this because of the darkness that was pulled over my eyes, the veil I had to see through and pull back up to see what life was. I finally did that. I finally stepped out. I finally took a notion of saying, I want to start going to the gym. I want to start using my body to better myself. I want to start researching nutrition. I want to start seeing, am I eating correctly? I want to start calling these old friends that I had that I neglected and cut out of my life for my girlfriend at the time and see how they are, see where they've developed and see what is going on with them, thus getting them involved in my life and growing myself even 
further because now I can reconnect with things and grow myself because I can get stuff and experience things. I can see things from a different perspective and talk to people. This is something I need you to listen to me. If you are suffering from depression, if you are suffering from something that is hurting you so bad, don't feel like you can't talk to somebody. If at all, the last person you should be able to is talking to yourself. I found it within me. It sounds crazy. I know that they say loony people. No, I'm not saying you sit there and laugh like Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker and then just go bonkers. I'm saying that you really, and by the way, crazy movie. I don't know how somebody can watch that and feel happy. When you go through these things, you need to be able to talk to yourself and really hone in on what you are, who you are. What are you trying to accomplish? What is getting you down? What is hurting you? Is it an outside force? Never let that outside force become your within force. Never let these outside things break you down of who you are. Trust me, it's gonna hurt. I was hurting for years. I've only recently been able to get out of the true function of my mindset of what I was doing and I wasn't even able to look at another girl in the sense of dating or anything like that for years and years and years. I started hooking up here and there when I was first getting out of this cycle because I thought you could fill a hole with another hole, no pun intended, but I thought that was the way of fixing it, but it's not. It's just another way to lose yourself into more commotion and commodities rather than the quality of yourself. And it sucked. It really did, and it was terrible. That's why I decided when I started coming out of this hole, I started to climb up rather than dig down. I started to add all these life lessons, these different notions of life. I started to reframe myself and reform the way I view things and chase things that I would be happy doing rather than just going down the stream of life and letting it take me. I realized something. I realized I was in control. No matter what happened around me, no matter who hurt me, the physical body is just physical. The inside, the spirit, yourself, your soul is all yours. This isn't spiritual. This isn't religion. This isn't, this is just simple me talking to you. Never allow somebody else to ever take away what you truly are. Never allow anybody to ever deter you from your true purpose or being of what you are as a person, no matter what it is, no matter who they say you should be or what is accepted, not even society, not even the president, not even a world leader, not even your parents. It sounds crazy and I'm trying to just give you something as passionate as I can, but you, your ultimate self will always be the voice you need to fall back on to listen to and to trust. We all have an angel and a devil on our shoulders. The devil is always trying to take you over when the angel is subtly always telling you you have enough. You know what to do. The voice in your stomach, your gut, it's trying to show you. Listen to it. Understand you are enough. I believe in you. If anybody doesn't, I believe in you. You have the appropriate notions to do it. And for God's sakes, if not anything else, try it. At least try it for else you will just be in the same spot worse come to worse. Do these things things. Fight these things. Do not allow somebody else to define you as a human being. Don't let these evil notions that have corroded you and started to decay your mind ever convince you that life isn't worth it. That escaping this form of existence is the only option. Suicide is never something that should ever be fathomed because it is one of the most extremely selfish things in this life. You might say, well, how is that contradictory to what I was just saying? Because you don't know the effect you have on other people rather than letting the effect of other people define yourself. It's a deep notion and a thought. You need to realize that within your life, there are people who depend on you and look to you to be that staple of power, to be that staple of love, that staple of nourishment, that staple of empowerment, of even just subtle notion of understanding. It's really hard to say and fathom, but it is something like that. And when you have the thoughts of doing something as suicide, of ending your life, never let that be a thought. Never let that be anything that'll docile yourself because that seems like the worst thing to me. That seems like you're giving in. You're allowing it to win. You're literally asking for this thing that has taken you over to win. Why would you let that happen? Why would you give up? Why would you let these things, these notion of other outlooks that have corroded your mind and have slowly taken over? over your view and the love you have in your heart to now be depleted, why would you ever let that go? Never let that thing win. Never let it take you over. I am here to tell you, you have what it takes. You are good enough. It's going to take so much more to get through this and to help yourself to see things in a different perspective. That's the biggest issue here, and it's the biggest thing that's going to be the hurdle for you to overcome, is you need to finally now understand it's a big process. It's a big step to reform everything from the inside out to say, now is a new 
new day. Now is a new start. Perspective is everything. I'm going to look at everything half full. I'm going to start seeing the blessings I have, which is myself. The ability I was given this little time within this whole existence, this little line from 1990 to 2050, whatever it is, your little bloop, that little line in between is your own experience and your own definitive notion of purpose within this life form. Whether if you want to get spiritual or not, again, I know you have something great to give this world. Whether it be something as small as just your mindset, as small as teaching somebody, no matter how great you think it is, no matter how small you think it is, nothing is defined with notion of value other than your own value of what you decide something is worth. The world will never do that. Whether a purse is $500,000 because it's Gucci or it's five bucks because it's at JCPenney, whatever it may be, the fact of the matter is what is your value? What do you see it at? You define that. Never let somebody else do that. So when I'm telling you, you have a purpose in life, I believe it's something nobody else can do. I believe your unique craft, whether it be involved in something like music, which hundreds of thousands of people have done before you, be Beethoven. Be somebody who does it their own way and makes it incredible. You don't need to be on that lavish of a stage. You just need to find purpose in your own life. And I promise you, when you do that, when you finally incorporate this, now your whole world becomes open. You start to incorporate so many of these things now and see the world in such a brilliant light that the rain is gone. Everything has finally been pulled away from you and you can finally see the sky that's always been there behind the clouds waiting for you. You need to remove these clouds. You need to see you are the destined one for your path in your life, regardless of ailment, regardless of downfall, regardless of defects, regardless of society, whatever it may be, there's always going to be something that's trying to pull it from you. Never allow it. If that was the case for myself, I wouldn't be sitting here tonight. I would have never done this show and I would have never met you through this show and I would have never been able to tell you, you are good enough. I love you and you have what it takes to overcome everything and anything in this life. Never think you're not good enough. Never think you don't have what it takes and I'm the one that will let you know and reconfirm with you it is okay to feel bad. Don't let it be though your mindset. Beat it with positivity. Beat it with the notion of simplicity. Find something you like and chase it. Never stop running. Never. Until the day comes that your running shoes no longer allow you to run. That's what I wanted to portray to you. I'm sorry I got so deep there with you for a sec, but I really wanted to empower you and let you know that and to see that that is the purpose of what I was ultimately building that up to. I feel like we have such a common misconception of all this and we're always so heavily reliant on medical medicine to define things for us, to save us, to heal us, to do all these things. It's almost now trickled into our life set of how we view ourselves. We always see it as, oh, well, I'm not mentally happy. I need to find a psychiatrist. Oh, we have issues. We need to go to a relationship counselor. Oh, I'm sick. I need to go to a doctor. Oh, my teeth hurt. I need to go to a dentist. It seems like so many things now have built it up to be so easy for us to do that we are just accepting of the fact that we don't need our own selves anymore and I think this plays an ultimate fact of why we're not able to rely on ourselves why yes us ourselves are not able to defeat these challenges that present themselves whether it be something like family that is an issue relationships ourselves the way we had a start sadly in this existence of life right now life is not fair a lot of people who are born with different advantages will be above you and get more things because of it but I will work my ass off and I promise you, I will try my best to push that boundary back down to let us all have an equal footing and an equal start and to not develop things to where we value other people based on their ability to play, pretend, and act to be more important than somebody who teaches the youth and opens their minds and helps them grow. It's the same thing with social media, I see. Social media now has given those people who have these great platforms, quote-unquote, that do really nothing with it, but they've been given these outlooks, they've been giving these formats, they've been giving this, quote-unquote, ability to use this with their millions of followers and perpetually push down dampered content. They conceptually just push onto you negative notions of thought because now you see their life and you judge that as being the quote-unquote gap, the quote-unquote bar for what you should now be chasing in life to feel as valuable or to feel as comfortable or happy because this is what 
the lifestyle of the rich and the famous is. This is the lifestyle of worth, and that's how you can define worth. When people say, oh, hey, what do you do? They're looking to see how worthy you are. Because if you say, oh, well, I work at a convenience store. I'm an overnight guy delivery or something. Or somebody else says, I'm an actor. Oh, you know, like I'm a football player. They'll instantly be more attracted to these people because of the cadence the world has given them. So thus making them feel more important and respected when in factuality, it doesn't make them a good person. Your actions do not what you do with it. You feel me? Like it's something that I feel we've lost so much. That's why I myself, when I find somebody in life, I don't think true beauty defines beauty. I think inner beauty overshines the outside. Us as physical beings, we truly define it as that is what finding somebody attractive is, is if they're stimulating on the eyes, if they have a curvy, voluptuous body, and they have a very symmetric face with nice features. It's something that just stimulates me in a sense of, It's not attractive you're looking for. It's not something of beauty. It is something of infatuation. It is something that gets you hurling in the pants, if you know what I'm saying, guys. Or it tickles the the downpour for the ladies. It's it's something that gets you sexually stimulated. It's not something that gets you connected. You feel me? I mean, well, you connect if you take the sexual... I don't know. You step it up if you start to get sexual. That's a different connection than what I'm trying to say. But there's a deeper level to things. When you connect on somebody so deep to where you guys manifest things differently than you would have ever thought possible, you're able to grow each other's minds and expand and to transcend the forms of what normal vibration is, which is the consistency of how you carry yourself with the outlook of life and making each other better, helping each other overcome situations, to now fight your own demons, and at the same time being there as a backbone to better them and to let them know they can do it, to ultimately growing your mindset of views of each other and being able to build something that's so great that the base foundation is your home base and that's the place you recharge every day, I can't see anything else beating that. I can't see one hot night in the sack with somebody who is sexually appealing can ever overcome that. Not at all. I'm not saying that having an attraction to somebody is not important. Of course, a spark is always there. I've said this back on relationship and love. It is important to have a spark, but I'm saying don't chase the spark. Don't chase that. You want a flame. You want to have something that makes ignition there. It's the same thing that all these things build up that I've been talking to of why it creates depression. Because when you start chasing things that are so hollow, you start having a hollow soul. Shoutouts, Shallow Hal. That's why that movie, he had to have a perspective swap or else he would have never been able to be happy and find the person he could settle down with because of it. It's the same thing with this life now. When you start seeing so many different outlooks in life that are showing you these false sense of entitlement and these false sense of what is quote unquote acceptable or should be chased after, that's not what's going to make you happy. Having a 57 car garage is not going to make you happy. I hope you understand that. Depression can still consume so many people. Why do you think celebrities have killed themselves? Why do you think people who are young that have wealthy upbringings or any of these things kill themselves? I'm just saying depression does not pick and choose because of certain qualifications. It can consume people who are mentally not strong, who are physically incapable, and who are spiritually not guiding themselves and not understanding I am the keeper of my own outlook. I am the premise being of what happiness ultimately is and I am the purpose of what needs to be accomplished. So regardless of your upbringing through childhood, through your relationships, your family, the way society will mold you and show you, the way so many things around the world are going to be constantly happening out of your control with world powers, environment, there are so many things that are above our heads. The best things we can do to overcome depression is find out who we are. Listen to who you are and slowly understand this world can be changed when we change ourselves. Never think you are not good enough. Never think that you need to end it all because it is not the salvation. It is just a way to find more condemnation. It is just another way to continue a cycle and make other people sad now because you yourself were never able to make yourself unsad. Man, I feel like today's show is probably one for the books because rather than going through a descriptive notion and really trying to portray to you different facets of what a, I guess you could say, 
medical breakdown standpoint is or whatnot. I really went with my heart and my soul on this and gave you all of my feelings inside. I wanted to explain to you what I myself went through, what I myself saw, and at the end of the day, how it ultimately affected my outlook and views of myself and the world around me and how I think that without these things playing into perpetual notion and how these things are slowly just creeping into us from the outside and us being so consumed by so many things outside of our realm of control or reach and being so held on and hell-bent on little things to just fill the hole and the gap that's being left inside because we've never been able to handle these things, to fight these demons, to see these, is the ultimate reason why depression is so rampant today, why it is slowly taking us all over because we've never been able to express ourselves truly. We've never been able to accept ourselves truly. And we've never been able to see that we are ultimately the ones that puts ourselves in these situations. We are in control of overcoming these situations. And when it is something that is such a negative extreme to where it builds up so many years of things that you're going to have to fight and overcome always know you can do it. You can overcome it. And I promise you there is a brighter day if you choose to see it past the actual clouds. That was a passionate rant. So if I have to explain to you what I learned today, I learned that depression is something that it doesn't have boundaries. It doesn't have types of people it likes. It looks for so many different types. It consumes so many different types. And it's a big reason why so many dreams are killed, why so many relationships are killed, so many families are killed, so many perspectives are killed, so many people themselves actually take their own life because of something that is so dark. It has been given a name that has evolved through so many centuries and generations and still plays an effect on us today and will constantly keep corroding us until we understand we are our own keepers. We are the ones who can truly overcome this and if we need help we can ask people will be there for us let them show you they can be at least give them the chance and if they cannot be there for you at least try to slowly build up the confidence to be there for yourself which ultimately if you can be the self temple you will always be there and have a place to call home and come back when you need the strength and guidance I'm glad to say that when I went through so many of these things with my life, through my young childhood, from being so heavily bullied in my junior high days because I was skinny, looked dorky, played in band, was a huge gamer, I was so introverted back then, which is a huge flip now from who I am today, but if I didn't go through those times and suffer, I wouldn't have been able to see what my value is and how I am and how to mold myself and adapt and to make myself comfortable with who I am. If I was never able to go through that love-loss situation and to think that I found the love of my life, but it was just the first love, and I wasn't able to see that that thing was so heavily built off infatuation and how it slowly started to decay itself and when it was removed from everything I built up, if I was not able to go through those situations to have that hurt in my heart, to feel that pain in my life, I would have never been able to sit here and tell you what true love is and how to find it from the inside and how to eventually be open to helping other people because of it if you yourself are never able to see it truly for yourself. Love loss is the way to find love again. To have self-hurt is to know self-worth. If you don't have these abilities in life, it's going to be ultimately hard for you to become a better person because of it because you never had these downfalls just like a successful business I don't care what anybody says and I'm sure there might be situations where people tell you well mine never had this happen I'm sure it did in a different way you have to have unsuccessful situations to become successful you need to truly go through these hardships to truly find happiness and to find success and to be able to overcome these issues to find perseverance to find the trail you ultimately were meant to lead down because you were so busy following the ones that were left behind for you. It's a very important thing and I think that these are so many different facets of how we can overcome this and to know that truly regardless of what somebody tells you medically, physically, spiritually, whatever it is, depression ultimately is something we've allowed to slowly consume us as human beings and now it is our responsibility to help those around us if we have overcame it ourselves or if we see somebody suffering from it or ultimately if you yourself have nobody to help you do it, make sure you fight this battle. It's going to be the greatest battle of your life Don't give up. Never give up. Always persevere. You have what it takes. 
I'm sorry to get so deep with you guys tonight, but I feel that I really wanted to touch on this because I've seen a lot of people, not anybody too close to me, but I've seen a lot of the things in life and how it affects people. I've seen myself going through these situations that I've gained such a higher aspect of understanding that I need to use the best of my ability to now portray this to you. And that's why I keep this show so organic and so authentic to the sense that I sit down with one word because I want to see myself when I listen back to these, how the conversation evolved, how it molded and how it became such a conversational standpoint of growing evolution through conversation because that is how we progressively move forward. My mind grows because then I'm not just sitting here reading off a script, preparing this for you. I'm speaking from the heart and I'm truly giving you my raw opinions and I hope it hits you in a way that helps you. I'm excited to listen back to this, and I'm very excited to see what you think about it as well. And hopefully this gave you a different perspective. And if you disagreed with the whole thing, that's okay, because we're not always meant to disagree. But I'm able to show you a different perspective of what I've been through and what I saw and how I can see we can transcend this and overcome it because of it. Know that some of the people that are probably suffering from depression might hide it the best and have the biggest smiles because they don't want to let other people know they're suffering because they know how much it hurts to suffer so they don't want other people to suffer. Remember that and really keep that close to your heart. So as we move forward now, and I'm so glad we were able to get that out because I hope this does help save somebody's life or at least yourself and give you a perspective on life and a better notion. I want to do something different this time again. I like to kind of test my bounds of what I'm capable of and how I can basically move forward as a show host, an individual, and to see how things progress and how it kind of transcends my own views. I want to touch on something before I go on my trip, which is going to be coming in two weeks' time now. Before I go on this adventure I'm setting off on, it's going to be going to see a new friend of mine with an old friend of mine. And as you go through these things in life, I think one of the strongest things for your backbone, besides your family, is the friends you keep, the bonds you form, and how they can help ultimately grow you as an individual or break you down as an individual through toxic notions, through the rebuttals, through the downfalls, through the misguidance, through the hurtfulness. Who knows what it can be and who knows how they can develop. But I think if you find a true friend, somebody that is truly meant to be a good person that you connect with on such a deeper level, whether it be from childhood, someone new, old, whatever it is, somebody who develops into a love relationship, I want to talk next week on friendship. I want to break down the strong bonds of friendship, how friendships can help help you grow, how friendships as a whole can either break you down as well, and even sometimes be so toxic, they are the reason why it leads into so many of your downfalls as well as your biggest success stories and your overcomings. I think it's going to be a very interesting conversation because I have a few viewpoints on my own experiences through life, through my own views of other people's, and what I see it as a whole and what it should be viewed as. I think it's going to make for an epic conversation. So stay tuned for next week. It will be revolvent around friendship. So again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this. I don't even know how far this show is going to go, but I'm telling you this, I'm not going to stop pushing it and trying to grow it. I'm pushing the boundaries. I'm starting a YouTube channel for you soon because I want to go out in the daytime since I always do these in the illustrious nighttime vibes where it's after a long week of work and I'm sitting here in the dark studio with a soundproof room. I want to go out in nature and see if how much my energy changes and my perspective if I'm outside during the daytime. So keep on the lookout the youtube channel is going to be called shallow oceans podcast i'm going to make an easy to use link that'll be in my bio that is on instagram so i do recommend you go follow the instagram page if you're a fan of the show or you want to keep up to date with everything or let me know what you think and give me some insight it is at shallow oceans it's all one word you'll find the instagram page give it a follow also on twitter it's ocean shallow go ahead as well and give it a follow on there because the platforms are slowly building and some good content is coming your way so make sure to stay tuned for that a big shout outs to everybody in my life that has helped me up to this point a huge shout out to amanda who has done so much for me in these last three years i can't even thank her enough and i'm so excited to see how we grow as a friendship and a relationship as a whole and to see what we do as we move forward it's it's such a great thing and a great time and i'm so thankful for having such great people in my life and thank you so much to each and every one of you who helped me become who i am today even those i don't talk
talked to and who have left my life, but know ultimately your purpose was done and I will make something great out of this life. So thank you so much. And especially Amanda, thank you very much. (laughs) So my name's Alex Tyshirt. It's been a beyond bliss to do this with you guys. And I truly look forward to this every single weekend. This is something that I know is ultimately going to change the world and maybe even create a legacy that will outlive me to help those who need help the most and to let them know there is somebody out there doing something bigger than their own selves so you yourself can do it just as well. This is the Shallow Oceans Podcast. I'm so glad you took off your shoes to stay a while and listen because this is by far the greatest thing I could have ever imagined. So remember, in a world that seems so vast, it's really not as deep as you think. I'll see you next week. We'll be right back.